everybody. This week we're talking about love, romance, Disney, and how to bring it all together at home. Live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Trip. This is The Trip, Episode 4, for the week of February 18th, 2015. The Trip is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation, whether it be theme parks, on the West Coast, East Coast, or on the high seas. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. Here we are. Another week, week four of the trip, a little show about travel, Central Florida. I'm Teresa. And I'm Jenny Lynn. And then back in the nook over there, we've got our producer, Dustin West. Hey, I'm here. We've nooked. Nooked him. <laughs> nooked He's him, in the yeah. nook. <laughs> well, continuing with February's theme of romance, we're appealing to the Disney fans today. Uh, the reason being, for many Disney fans, Disney's not just a trip that you take one or two weeks out of the year and then you move on. Um, it's something that you bring into your life through the whole year in order to, you know, you anticipate this coming. So um, today we're going to be discussing how maybe that does or does not fit into romance, the does idea of not. romance at home. Oh, Look at you already. She's starting in. Sorry. Anyway. um, That was just her on camera for that, right? (laughs) Go ahead. I think that maybe we should get to the issue. Yeah, I've got an issue this week. All right. I have several issues. My first issue, I want to touch back on how we started out our year and our goals. Mm -hmm. And... I'm having an issue at home trying to stay on track. Um, I've got a new technique I'm using. I've pulled out all the skinnier clothes, and they're laying all about the house, and I just randomly try them on during the day to see if (laughs) (laughs) nothing's fitting, obviously, but it's motivating me to not eat as much as I want to eat because I love to eat, you know? That's really great. So when I want to, like, okay, Valentine's Day, obviously I got candy and stuff because my husband loves me and he knows that's what I love, whether it's good for me or not. So I, um, but he's, we all share in the, in the, you know, consumption of the candy. Partaking. To partaking of the chocolate. You don't hide your candy? No. Okay. Kelvin gets each of us a heart-shaped box of candy, okay? By the time I got home from work, Stella's candy was pretty much gone and she had brought out little pieces that she had marked with what the flavors were that she didn't want that she wanted to swap out of my freshly opened box didn't happen okay so instead of when I want to go to get a piece of candy I've been trying on a piece of clothing while I'm eating the candy it's not working <laughs> that's like a sad thing to be doing like I gotta get this shirt on chocolate <laughs> chocolate were you there I think that's pretty much how it went it's more like, these pants won't fit. What the crap? Well, do you feel like it's an encouragement to you? Oh, I do. Okay. I do. I do. I do. And I do. And I'm trying to walk um, at least five days a week when mm-hmm. I'm at work. I walk. It's hard to walk. I, I'm only home in darkness mm-hmm. because by the time I get home, but it's starting to lighten up a little bit. So right. right. I'm walking. Now I'm going to start with the not eating so much in the evening. So, you know, it's a little by little. I mean, it took me 30 years to put it on. It's not going to go off in a week no you're making good steps so 
I don't know. Pasta still calls me. So I don't know. I love pasta. pasta. Calls I to love me pasta. Too. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> you can answer the door. I can't. <laughs> Answer the phone. All right. So I have another issue also. I have two this week. Last week's little Harry Potter quiz. Yes. It, it did several things to me. It ticked me off. It, <laughs> I found it exciting because I do love quiz. I have a quiz for you this week, you and Dustin. Oh, so, okay. Oh, boy. All right. It's a Disney quiz. It's romantic quotes. Okay. From Disney movies. And you have to tell me. Where the movie, from? the year? No, no. Oh my no. gosh! What? <laughs> Just the movie, and if you can, who said it? Okay, and wait till I finish the entire quote before you answer, because some of them you're going to know right off the bat. Ready? Okay. You ready, Dustin? Yeah. Okay. Come with me. Live in my dream house. I know it's crazy. I know we've just met. Oh shucks, you don't know me from GI Joe. But when I look at you, I feel like we were made for each other. That has to be Barbie yeah. from Toy Story two or three. Is it Barbie? It, it would or is be it Ken. Ken. Oh, it would okay. be Ken because Barbie goes to the. It's his dream yeah. house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Toy Story. Right. Yeah. Three? Okay. okay. You ready? <laughs> Yay, one I did these one. in voices at home, but I'm not going to do them in voices here. Okay. And I'm telling you, not a chance. You're my husband. I'm with you for better or worse. Oh. I, I, were, were there like spousal disputes in Disney like, movies? I don't remember I don't, people yes, being married. Was. They get married at the Mary end. Mary Poppins? I no, don't know. No, Mary Poppins is not married. Okay, think about it. You're my husband. I'm with you for better or worse. You're not going to do this without me. I'm, I'm putting those words in there. Oh. Come on. Oh, you're not going to do this without me. My p- favorite person is in this movie. Who's your favorite? No capes. No capes. Oh, 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 oh. The oh, Incredibles. It's Elastigirl. Oh, okay. When... You know? Yes. Okay. Yes. Being a- gotcha. Yeah, that is a family drama. Yeah. At the end of the day. <laughs> it really is. It is. It it's, has life lessons. Okay, number three. And I can't do this one without a straight face. <laughs> okay. I was under your porch because I love you. <laughs> That's not a voice. That's so romantic. Isn't that sweet? I was under your porch. Because, because I love you. That is Doug from Squirrel. Up. Yeah, okay. Doug, yes. <laughs> You're doing so well. I'm wow. failing. You know, I actually didn't know that one, but I just use context clues and know the yeah. way that Doug talks. So <laughs> Who else would be under the porch, yeah. right? Because I love you. Some creepy prince. Okay. I'd rather die tomorrow than live a hundred years without knowing you. Isn't that dramatic? That's probably from Frozen. I don't know. No, that's dramatic, isn't it? It is. It's very say, dramatic. Wait, say it again. I'd rather die tomorrow than live a hundred years without knowing you. You picked really hard ones. Beauty so and I the could- Beast? Why no. couldn't you pick the ones you were reading to me last night? <laughs> oh, she had prep. Okay. No, so I didn't. No. She told I gave me her the, the reject. She gave I me gave the her the ones that I question. didn't use last night, okay? Um, Come on. Living 100 years. It, I'm going to say. Back to the future. No, no. It's got to be someone who had a chance at living eternally and no, gave no, it up. No, no, Well, no. Oh, God. Pocahontas. Oh, uh, that doesn't fit. I don't remember that. I don't either. Is that John <laughs> Smith that says that? No, Pocahontas says that. Uh, okay, if you don't get this one, I will. I know. Slap like you. I'm okay. about to lose my badge as a Disney fan here. Okay, you ready? We dance, we kiss, we schmooze, we carry on, we oh. go home happy. What do you say? Um, yes, yes, it's um, Hades. Yes, from Hercules. Only Jim- because Jimmy Wood. I'll tell Except you. Except that's not romantic. Oh, well, it, I thought it was romantic. It's well, manipulative. I know, he's being but sarcastic isn't that what romance is? <laughs> <laughs> and I knew you All were right, going to get this in because when we were on the cruise, every time I come into the stateroom, Jalen's watching this movie. I love Hercules. I want to be Megara. Okay, well, okay. How about this one? And I've not seen this movie. My husband gave me this one. Kisses would be nice, yes? 
It's his favorite Disney movie. Snow White? I don't know. Oh Talking to the dwarves? No. Kisses would be nice, dwarves. Oh my god, did I make it too hard? Yeah, you made yeah. this really obscure. This is Princess and the Frog. Oh, oh I've only seen me. that once. I've never seen it. Okay, if you don't get this one, people, I'm walking out the door, right? <laughs> Goodbye. I was thinking about the first time I laid eye on you. How oh. pretty you look. Mike Wazowski. Yes, Thank exactly. You. Yeah. I was getting worried. <laughs> I've been dreaming of a true love's kiss. Aurora? Or Rapunzel? Or Sleeping Beauty? Well, this is a live action movie. That's where I took it. Enchanted. Oh, Enchanted. yeah, I was going to say Enchanted. Gis- Giselle. Or Giselle. Jezebel. That's Jezebel. one of her songs. Yes. yes. Jezebel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Gosh, this is just so depressing. Okay. <laughs> All right, this is a, I'm going to give you a hint right off the bat. This is from a recent movie, okay? Oh, see, this is... Uh, Love is putting someone's needs before your own. Olaf! Thank you. Good Frozen. job, Dustin. I'm glad Dustin's taking this quiz. Apparently, I'm not as romantic as I wow. once thought I was. <clears throat> I would melt for you, or whatever it is I just, about melting. I, I've lost all respect for you. Okay, Start next quoting one. Anne of Green Gables. Then uh, well, that's it. not... <laughs> We wrote the Waltons for you. <laughs> for it's as plain as anyone can see, we're simply meant to be. This is from a song, I believe. I was going to say, it yeah, sounds like a, a song lyric. That's a song lyric, for sure. Sing it again? Well, sing it. <laughs> sing it. For it's as plain as anyone can see, we're simply meant to be. Real skinny dude. Incredibly thin. And it's a new movie. No, this one's not one. That was the oh. last one. I don't know. It's Stella's favorite. It's a Tim Burton movie. Come on, people. Oh, uh, Nightmare Skellington? Before yeah. Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Never seen it actually. All right, four more. You ready? It's for you, darling. Merry Christmas. Oh my God! You're, you're not. These are like really obscure. Well, I had to make it hard. I didn't want you just like blurting out all the answers. Is it 101 Dalmatians? Close. Okay. Lady in the, the Tramp. Tramp. Okay. <laughs> it's a dog movie. <laughs> okay, this one I know you're gonna get. Eva. <laughs> Wally. It's Wally. <laughs> Just wrong. Okay, here's one that you might get. Okay. I didn't classify this as a Disney movie, but Grace told me it actually is now. Okay. I love you. And then he says, I, I know. know. It's Star Wars. It's Han Solo and Empire <laughs> yeah. Strikes Back as he's going into the uh, chamber uh, for the uh, for carbon freezing. Best. That is such That is such a good scene. Ad-libbed by Harrison Ford on oh the spot. Oh my gosh. I just, wow. Yeah. I swoon at that. Part Even though he's aged, I still love him. And okay. then Chewbacca goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving these little voices. Wow. That's awesome. Okay, and the last one. You're the one, the one I've been looking for. Flynn Rider. No. No? Oh Hans. my gosh. No. You're the one I've been looking for. She rescued him. Oh, Drag it, him up on you. Yeah. Ariel. It was Eric. Yeah. Ah. Well, that one is as fun as I thought it, it was going to be. No. Wow. It was hard. I failed. No, it we'll was see. fun. It was just difficult, you know? Well, some things in life are difficult. <laughs> <laughs> and you made me take this freaking Huffalump quiz last time. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I ended up being a woozle, to be honest. Oh, I finished taking it. What was I? I told you. You are Ravenclaw I'm right there with me. You're smart. What does that you're, mean? You're smart sounds, and you're It clever. means you're very clever and witty. Okay. Very knowledgeable. What's my color? Very knowledgeable. Blue. Blue. Oh, I like blue. Mm-hmm. Blue and silver. Ooh. Yeah. So. We're in the same house, sister. Oh, are oh. <laughs> And with me. We're all Ravenclaws then? Uh, that's wow. right. Wow. All right. Ravenclaw represented. 
Well, cool. You need to brush up on your Disney quest. Uh, apparently so. Awesome. So uh, I'll be working on that. In the meantime, how about we get to a little bit of trip talk? All righty. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. That's all right. One of these days we'll get this. That's all right. <laughs> Hang with it's us, all guys. All right. So our social challenge last week, what we sent you all to Twitter. I mean... No, Instagram. Instagram, so that you all could post your pictures of what you were doing, whether it was locally or otherwise, on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we have a few that we wanted to share from you. Sorry. April Wish 8, she pulled out the big guns and posted a picture of her plane tickets going from Tijuana to La Pez, Mexico. That's pretty cool. I know. Wow, that was a biggie. Um, then there was... XX Liz two eight XX and she posted the Valentine's Day menu from the Yachtsman Steakhouse nice. in Walt Disney World. She took World. him out for for mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Yes, That's right. right here in Orlando. That's that sweet. is a fancy schmancy restaurant. Yeah. What the Yachtsman? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. That's a pretty nice Valentine's Day thing. That's cool. And then Sherry J eight four zero three. She threw out the idea altogether of going out. Not this even locally. Kinda, I wanted to see. Th- it was okay tell it what it mm-hmm. was okay they threw out the idea of going out to a restaurant they decided to do a romance at home which is a little bit what we're going to be talking about picture? today uh-uh. and um her and her fiance had a steak dinner at home but her fiance cooked the steaks in a heart shape oh. <laughs> so we only saw the raw meat we didn't see the <laughs> yeah we didn't see the finished product we saw the raw meat in the pan, but that's because their emotions are raw. You know, oh, was, oh wow! Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, the so symbolism deep. somehow yeah. we missed it. Wow! <laughs> but anyway, so that kind of goes along a little bit of what we were going to be talking about today, and that is bringing the romance home, but still relating it to your Disney trip. Because as I said before, Disney, or I tried to say before, <laughs> Disney fans often um, want to connect with their upcoming trip. You know, long before it happens and even far after it's gone. So keep the magic alive. Exactly, exactly. So, what do you, the first thing that needs to happen when you're doing that is you try to bring some of the romantic elements of your trip home with you. So, with that, what are, what do you think are the most romantic parks? Well, we obviously had talked about this. I think the Magic Kingdom's romantic because there's a castle. Mm-hmm. And what's in the castle? You know, the prince and <laughs> I don't know. I I just Magic Kingdom is my favorite, and I just think it's romantic. It's all love and it's war all about love and, and castles all, and dragons. All the warm and... fuzzy feelings and yeah, mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. For me, and I might get some flack on this, and and I might even give myself some flack on this because uh, you know it's not it's not my favorite park, but um, Hollywood Studios um, just. When you think about the restaurants that are there, mm-hmm. um, they're these very like classic restaurants that in, inspire romance. I think the Hollywood Brown Derby can be very romantic. It's a very Ma- romantic. Mama period. Melrose's uh, Italian mm-hmm. could be very romantic. Um, I'm not saying that you know just traveling around the parks through the day would be a particularly romantic thing, especially with but all the construction. Spots. Yeah, but yeah, there's, the, there's, we're talking about the elements that yeah. are in the park, so that's actually really perfect. Yeah. Makes sense. It's a very glamorous, romantic period in exactly. time that kind of takes you back. That makes sense. Yeah. For me, it's Epcot. Um, there's just something about World Showcase. I get really caught up in the idea of going to exotic places. You know, in 
with most of the pavilions in Epcot, I, those are places I've never been. So that's kind of as close as I've gotten to taking a trip there. And um, I just, I love it. I love the idea of um, visiting somewhere else, especially with someone else and sharing that experience. So that's that's kind of a, a biggie for me. I also think that the uh, six-foot wingspan giant fruit bats at Animal Kingdom are particularly romantic. <laughs> if you're into vampires, maybe. Wow. Where would you find that? Well, you would find that at the Maharaja Jungle Trail. Oh, that would be why I've never seen it. I, I think someone's been watching Twilight. <laughs> cool. So what about resorts, though? I mean, Disney's not just the parks, and in some ways, even more romantic elements can be found in the resorts. So what is your take on that? I like Old Key West because of the the color scheme that screams... I don't know, I just... It is, I just think it's romantic. You like okay. grandma's pink coral bathroom. Coral bathroom. <laughs> you judging me? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe her grandma, grandma was very romantic. I loved my grandma. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in that bathroom. Um, I don't know. I just I just like the color scheme and I like the the architecture. I think is is soothing to the eye. And I agree with that. I just find it, you know. For me, um, and we kind of talked about this uh, with our 7 and 7 coverage, I, I would I would go with the Polynesian mm-hmm. when it's finished at its at its current state you know it's still under construction and stuff like that but uh when it's when it's finally finished i think it's just a beautiful resort to to walk around take a stroll um there's plenty of places to go you know watch the fireworks and and have a nice dinner and stuff like that so i'd I'd choose the polynesian i think yeah i agree with both of you and i think maybe what you're both coming at from different angles is Mm -hmm. the idea of um comfort and relaxation yeah. That comes along with romance. For Old Key West, for example, we do talk about this in the 7 and 7, but there's something about that resort that just makes you kind of feel cozy and want to bond with the people that you're with. Um, Polly is just, you know, it's lush landscaping and um, hammocks on the beach and, you know, fireworks and all that other stuff. For me, um, my... My resorts that I think of as being the most romantic on Disney property are maybe a little bit more boisterous. Um, I love the boardwalk. I love it. I just, that, um, talking about periods in in time, I think that time, that era, and that, you know, atmosphere really uh, says romance to me. The idea of walking the boardwalk in the evening with someone is... Birds yeah. diving at you. <laughs> well, minus minus the dive bombing, you know, seagulls or whatever they are. Um, but, you know, the buskers and the, the fun and the excitement of all of it. It's just um, and then I love the rooms. Again, the color scheme mm-hmm. speaks to me. But then, funny enough, another one that I feel is so completely romantic is the Animal Kingdom Lodge right yeah. up there. That actually is my favorite um, resort in all of Disney property. It um, it's it just again maybe it hangs on to that idea of taking me somewhere else, traveling somewhere else. Um, you know the animals out on the safari, you know, in the back of your room, and then the the restaurants themselves, Boma and Sanaa, are just really fantastically done, and the food. I love the 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 music. Something mm-hmm. about the music sp- speaks to me. In a wow. you know romance way, I just everything about it. I just love it. Um, well, moving on, Disney movies is a big one. That's that. I mean, 
that would be a huge place to draw uh, romantic elements from. So what do you to think? To bring into your home and to your... I, I know the immediate one right off the bat, off the top of my head, Up. The Disney Pixar Up. Even oh, uh, yeah. the, the, the whole movie itself is not romantic, but the first like five or ten minutes of it is incredible. It, it's the story of uh, the main character and his wife. Ellie and Carl. Uh, yeah, and then everything throughout the, uh, the rest of the movie is, you know, his uh, dealing with his loss of his wife. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, just, wow, you had to bring that up. Oh, and then when they play that montage, you know, of them growing the up years, together yeah. until when he finally... Oh yeah, that's oh so gosh. true. Like nothing. Uh, wow, that you hit that. Okay, on let's the head. just end the show right now. <laughs> well, what about you? On a more upbeat note, Enchanted. Okay. Because it is it. Okay, so she's coming from a cartoon, you know, animated, and she's coming into the real world, and she's so innocent and just so sweet and just so you know naive. She, naive. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, and I just. And she, you, you can see the people she touches throughout the movie, and I just think she's sweet. And when she whips that dress out of that curtain, boy, it's you know, <laughs> pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. You go, girl. And the little bugs are clean, and I want that. That's romantic. Mm-hmm. For me, one of the most romantic movies, I think, is Tangled. Um, I like... That's this, a good one. I love the spunkiness of the characters in this movie. They're not so stereotypical you know, Cinderella being the helpless maid that loses her slipper and is, you know, being held hostage by her evil stepmother. Um, she's um, Rapunzel is not so victimized, and she's pretty spunky. But who I really, uh, I really think gets it is Flynn Rider. At the end, when he, when he's telling her, "You were my dream." Oh my gosh, I will cry every single time. Every single time wow. that gets me, yeah. Can can I add something in here to uh, what I consider? I, I I don't know if I could call it the least romantic Disney movie, but it's the saddest ending to a, what should be a romantic movie. Is Hunchback of Notre Dame? Oh yes. She he is totally in the friend zone by the end of that. <laughs> uh, he's so he's so into Esmeralda, and then you know what's his face the 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 big guy that with the muscles and the yes. sword ends up getting the girl and they're like yeah we're still friends and you've That's stole sad. the girl of my dreams but you know we'll be a weird little family and <laughs> and like each okay. other That's probably yeah. more like real life than anything yeah. though it's true it's true well talking about characters what about disney characters which ones do you feel would be the most romantic disney characters hmm. why don't you go first jail yeah, you go first. Well, I talked about Flynn Rider. I mean, I just swoon over that ca- cartoon character. If I could pick one to to be with, it's Flynn Rider all the way. To be with? Yeah, like no, say I'm... Say, okay, I'm not going in not, that direction. Say I'm a cartoon character and I have to get coupled with someone, I'm going to pick Flynn Rider. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. He's fantastic. Wow. He's He's dynamic enough to... He's not boring. I'd pick Goofy for the laughs, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it can always be fun. Well, I and, and <laughs> I think that's another episode, Teresa. You're the one that went there, not me. <laughs> well, we're talking about romantic characters. I seem, I just feel like Flynn Rider is the most romantic because he goes through all of that and then he comes to the end and he tells her, "You were my dream," and it's just like, oh. Okay, but I'm gonna I'll, stick with Giselle because. 
she's just naive and sweet, and I don't want to be coupled with her. <laughs> but I just think she's just so sweet. I just, I, I don't have an answer for this. I'm sorry. I did, however, think of a really good joke that I will tell you after the show. Okay. Oh, I love good off the air, off the air jokes. But you know what? Fun. What do you think about Philip though? He's so protective of Aurora, and he goes and he fights a dragon. Yeah, that's a little over the top. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty well, I romantic. Can't, I can't pull that into my home, though. I find I find yeah. protectiveness extremely romantic. And yeah, but what did he do? He, like, he danced with her once? I mean, yeah. what? I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, their, so their love story is a little weak, but that doesn't make him less romantic. He's still reacting very strongly and, yeah. you know, protectively. All right. Well, so <laughs> I like, yeah, okay. You know what? You were we were talking about um, the Magic Kingdom because you think that's the most romantic part, but mm-hmm. there are more elements to that than just the castle. Um, there is the castle, but how would we how would we begin to apply these things in our life at home? You know, bringing it. You can't have a castle sitting in the middle I of your put house. Up a big scrim. <laughs> the castle around the bedroom. Um, Twinkling lights, the music. Okay. You can set the mood, even the color scheme, if you want to go that far. Okay. I think. Yeah, you could design your bedroom like the hotel rooms. Yeah, in exactly. Like the Polynesian Ooh, or something. Yeah. You know? That would be a really that good one. Cool. So we've got twinkling lights that can be brought in to kind of reference the castle music you were saying. Music, like, yeah. You, st- you brought in a lot of quotes from the, the songs, the soundtracks of the films. Yeah. A lot of them are pretty romantic. You can make a mixtape. That's right. A mixtape of all mix your favorite of... romance songs. <laughs> Disney, Disney. Disney romance. Yeah, Barry White singing. Okay. And, and, well, in, oh, in yeah. talking about Epcot, you know, my thing was World Showcase. So a way that that could have been brought in was maybe with food or uh, sure. or music itself. I find the music in um, Impressions de France or however you say it, oui. that that movie. I love the music from that movie. I find it incredibly romantic. So playing something like that in the background would be subtle or, I don't know, if you're in the, into the UK, start playing British Invasion music. I don't know. Um, also, I thought, you know, the cultural experiences that you have when you're in uh, Epcot going from country to country, mm-hmm. maybe that could be translated you know, when, when you're at home, go out and do a wine tasting. And it might not mean um, as much. It would mean something different for a non-Disney fan. But for a Disney fan, well, you know, you f- you feel like you're kind of touching France a little bit there, you know. or um, Even more romantic, light a couple candles and have a wine tasting at home with your significant see, other. See, there you there go. You um, in China, or I thought. No <laughs> 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 <Those> spoilers. <laughs> oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> What about like something like kite flying? That's what, oh yeah, because they what? they make kites in China, like in Mary Poppins, and like yeah, and like in Mary Poppins, things like that. You know, you get, get creative, walking through gardens. You know, like you do in the World Showcase. Yeah, and then fireworks at home. At home, we're not advocating <laughs> pyrotechnics here in a literal Sparklers sense, but and- you can watch these things on YouTube. You know, put them up on your TV and. Enjoy them from the comfort of home. I know people that do this, okay? <laughs> We're talking Are about... Are they happy in their life? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably a whole other discussion. Okay. What no, about, cool. going back to the resorts, um, 
the bedrooms, Dustin, you had actually mentioned that recreating the the resorts and the bedrooms in the resorts, which ones would you pick? Which ones do you think would be the most romantic? Well, I definitely think the, the Polynesian is unique. That's the, that's the one that stands out the most. So not just the resort as a whole, you think the room as well. Yeah. Oh, is that not what you were asking? I'm talking about specifically about the bedrooms. Okay. In your home. <laughs> Not yours. If you were to recreate, good Lord, if you were to recreate a Disney Resort bedroom, suite, whatever, in your home to bring Disney into your home, you fallen? Yeah. What would it be? And it would look just like the bedroom. That well, was. no, you would bring elements, bring elements of in. it in. You know how Bamboo some people, or you know, when some people are being romantic and they sprinkle the bed with rose petals or they light candles, like no what? stain. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. No, I don't. Buzzkill. Um, <laughs> anyway, when you're thinking of the resorts, what elements would you bring? In. I would okay. If that's the case, first of all, yeah, I would. I would love to just have a bedroom that's rethemed like Polynesian. Just to have that. anyway, we get that. <laughs> right. All right. I would also incorporate elements like you said of the boardwalk. Um, I think that would be really cool. One thing that I would not put in there uh, in a bedroom, if it was a romantic setting, would be those creepy chairs that are in the lobby. That <laughs> surely would not make an appearance in a romantic setting. Um, but the rest of the boardwalk, I think, would be would be a good theme um, for me. What about you, Teresa? Oh, I don't know. I think Treehouse Villas. Oh, that's a the, good one. Just because it's secluded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. When you are in the Treehouse Villas, you just feel so tucked away and in so your own little world. So bringing a bunch world. of ficus trees in your <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But that's a good idea. That would be one. If you can get really creative and, you know, imitate it in some ways, I'm... Totally in agreement. I'm totally in agreement with that one. I also thought the Grand Floridian. I mean, that is Wait, just the the redone rooms, right? Not the old ones. Yes. With other elements. With other elements. Yeah. yeah. You know, the whole Victorian, romantic Victorian era. Yeah. yeah okay, romantic cool. Victorian. I can that. Yeah. Um, then we've also got the for a moderate resort, the French Quarter and Riverside tend to be pretty romantic places. You know, Riverside with the it has the whole uh, well is not going to come out sounding right but I, that's what they call it the plantation house and you know the big water wheel that they have and things there are just really pretty lovely pretty lovely pretty lovely Alrighty. okay what's next on your list there well you know there's other things that are at disney the lobbies the wilderness lodge lobby is pretty romantic with its fireplace and the rocking chair i do like that and there's little nooks and crannies where you know yeah. Big, it's romantic. Big plush armchairs and Going to that resort seats. makes me feel like winter and... Coziness. Coziness. And, yeah, you just kind of automatically fire. go yeah. to that romantic you spot in your head. And then another thing that they uh, do at Disney, you know, spa treatments. Yeah. Yeah? No? That's right. You're no, not, it's romantic, I guess, is. if that's what you like. You could recreate those at home. We won't go into detail about that, you but, you know, yeah. it's something that could happen. Okay, bring it on. Bring what it about on, yeah. movie scenes? What are what do you guys feel like are the most romantic movie scenes that you could bring Disney? into your home, like recreating? Well, acting out what? Well, to get inspiration from. Well, I'd say the Lady in the Tramp spaghetti scene is really good. I think Teresa would be in agreement with you. I do. I like that. It's yeah. 
I think it's just sweet. I, I mean, romance to me is sweet and innocent, and I mean, it can be the other, you know, wild and crazy too. But that doesn't scream Disney to me. Yeah, you don't see a lot of that at Disney. Teresa, are you ready for this one? No, I'm what. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring another scene that might melt you away. Okay. In 101 <laughs> Dalmatians, uh, what is the girl dog, Perdita, yeah. is giving birth to all the babies. And one of them, they think, didn't make it. They oh, think gosh, the baby didn't that. make it. You're going to cry. Right. And then, and then Roger rubs his hands on the baby, and it comes back to life. And Pongo and Perdita share a little doggy kiss be- and hold the puppy in their paws because they love each other and they have a newborn child. They do, neglecting the other 98. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That I've forgotten about that. And he becomes Lucky. Lucky the dog. Yep. Yep. I guess oh, that's, that's Lucky? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a true story. Pongo was like Pongo got lucky because no. he already had the fucking. Okay, well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> All right, Same other elements from Disney scenes, things that you can do. Um, you know, now they give ballroom lessons these days, right? You know, that actually is on my bucket list to take yeah? dancing lessons, like ballroom dancing. I don't want to be dressed up like a princess or anything. You don't want to dress like Cinderella, no. and she's going I would be to more the gown with the ball with her out gown. there with her little. Cape <laughs> But that is on my list. I like that. Okay. I find that interesting. Yeah, yeah. So ballroom dancing lessons to to go dancing that could be taken from Cinderella mm-hmm. or, you know, what about Aurora's walk in the forest? That's where she meets Philip. You're on this Philip thing. He didn't do a lot. But, I mean, <laughs> he fought a flipping dragon. <laughs> Good for him. It's a it's a pretty big deal. Okay. I need okay. To sorry. That movie. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, but walking, taking walks, especially walks in the mm-hmm. forest, that's romantic. It is romantic. A little bit scary as well, but romantic nevertheless. What about um, Ariel swimming with Eric? Granted, when she was, it was because she was saving him from a. That is romantic. So you could go dra- swimming. Death, death by swimming, drowning. Right. Swimming, swimming. You know, if you want to make it really exciting, you can get a mermaid tail, but. People do it. Okay. You know, whatever floats your boat. Um, it also helps if you're, you know, if you're the guy, you're not, you know, dying in that situation. Yeah. That helps it to be a little more romantic. <laughs> I'm going down. <laughs> and she's got to come over in her, her little flipper tail and try to pull him out of the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, That's just stick with inspiration, okay. maybe not, you know, out and out recreation. She married a murderer. Do you realize this? I'm he sorry? impaled. A sea witch with a ship in his stomach. As he should have. Stomach. Just He's like Philip slaying the dragon. Oh Do, are you guys are missing this. Gracious. All right. Anyway, Belle. What about Belle? She's helping Beast to clean up his act. That whole thing about, you know, trying to get him to have manners at the table yeah. and cutting his hair. I've been working on that for 27 years. Yeah, and he needs it's to shave, not too. Working. <laughs> he does need to shave. Yeah. Well, maybe from that you got the... As a couple, romance-wise, you can go out and have a, a pampering day if, if the guy's... <laughs> well, you're going to say you go out and he can be a beast at the table and you can be embarrassed. I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing about... That probably happens sometimes. One thing about Beauty and the Beast that I do like is that it, it actually does have a good lesson compared to Aurora and Philip, who just you know killed a dragon for a girl. You know, It's about finding inner beauty and finding yes. the, the love for somebody else for the person yes. that they really are. It's not, so it's not about looks and it's not about attraction. It it's not about giving true love's kiss and waking them up... You know, in the middle of the forest in a glass coffin. And it's, then realizing you have yeah. no idea who they really are as right. a person. No, I totally get Right. That. They get to, you know, wow. Belle, Belle and Beast, or Adam, get 
to know each other, you know, in a really difficult circumstance and they fall in love with each other. It's nice. I know. There is so much more to their, nice their love story. There's a lot more depth there. Um, what about Lightning McQueen and Sally Mustang Sally? Yeah, the, under- the car strolling. I don't understand how that any of that works. Well, they liked each other and they went for a romantic stroll. They were cars. Yeah, but you could just get in a car and go, you know, stroll down Route 66 or whatever it is. <laughs> Radiators. Reaching. Okay. I'm reaching a little bit. Paint my Malibu red and take Kelvin out for a spin. Some exciting things can happen in cars. It can be romantic. Okay. All right. You had an idea about Robin Hood. (laughs) Okay. Let's not go with that last one on the list. We skip that all together. Okay. You're talking about bringing elements of Disney into your home, right? Why can't we dress up like the characters, right? Not, well, because uh, there's you know. a whole thing for that. I know, I know. But I'm thinking... <laughs> there's a subculture that exists. Especially if you're referring to things like... Disney. Animals keep it clean, like Simba people. and keep, Nala. Keep it clean, people. Okay. Are you ready, Dustin? <laughs> Get over to your controls, because here's the deal. <laughs> Okay. Why? Why? Talking about all of this makes me and okay, we're talking about dressing up as characters and stuff, but there's this whole Disney bounding thing. Mm, Yeah. Why don't you explain to us what Disney bounding is? That was a subculture I was referring to, by the way. Nothing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Glad we clarified. <laughs> Clarified that. His Disney bounding subculture. That's definitely West, what we were Mr. talking West. about. Okay. Um, anyway, it's where you take the um, the elements from the characters, the the color scheme or whatever, and you wear these in your everyday life. And there is a was it DisneyBound.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Inter- it's very interesting. Yes. So this woman had this idea like you were saying, to um, design fashions and looks with the inspiration of the character. Some, a lot of times the colors are brought into it, sometimes other elements, you know, whether it's ruffles or buttons collars. or collars or whatever it is. And let me just throw this out there. This is different from cosplay or dressing up like the characters right. for Halloween. This is, like you said, this is Actual taking, everyday wear. Right. It's everyday wear, but taking... It's almost like an impressionist version of the characters. It's taking a certain elements and yeah. certain designs and certain colors and putting them into, like, Teresa's wearing a hoodie right now. If that hoodie was a certain color, then she could be the character of Belle right. or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. like, if her shirt was uh, purple and her jacket was teal, we would infer that she was Disney bounding as Ariel. We need to do this. Well, which ones do you think are uh, Disney bound worthy? I see Snow White in the park all the time. People wearing the Snow White colors. Snow White. Well, um, this isn't necessarily romantic, but you see, obviously, the Mickey colors and the Donald and all of that. But then when I was looking at this website, there was one and it was all in brown, shades of brown. And it was like Bambi or something. I mean, it was just (laughs) it was just they take the colors and. 
and the textures of the you know the fabric and you can bring it in with your makeup you can bring it in with the way that you style your hair you can bring it in with the clothing so you can definitely do this at home yeah and the thing that I love about it is it's subtle it's not so like obnoxiously in your face I'm dressing up with Ariel with seashells you know it's which is what you would do right or that was something else yeah but the the problem I have with the the Bambi one it's just like okay you're wearing brown so you're Bambi I like the ones that at least insinuate um, like the colors at the appropriate portions of your body like right. you know uh, uh, Snow White wears what is it a red top and a yellow dress or uh, with the blue, blue with the royal blue yeah, yeah. the blue and so, top and the yellow bottom. you know she's wearing you know the right color pants and the right color shirt right. and right. It, it matches where Bambi would just be like I'm wearing brown I'm Bambi <laughs> right when you see <laughs> when you see a, <laughs> when you see a girl walking around in a, a blue tank with bright sunshine yellow shorts and then she has a red bow in her hair you know, even right. though she's not dressed as Snow White, that she's Disney bounding Snow as it, Snow White. And we will have uh, we will have a link to this Tumblr account because this is yeah, uh, this is fascinating. It just and it actually has become a thing, and you're seeing it more and more. It's really popular in California near Disneyland. So well, we need to make it more popular here because I just think it's the funnest thing. These are all different ways that uh, you can recreate these romantic elements of Disney and bring them into your home. And in line with that, we had Teresa make an attempt at recreating romance in her home. I make this attempt every year. And it just, okay, so my goal was to recreate the spaghetti eating scene. Um, from Lady and the Tramp. Mm. We don't have an alley out back, and I didn't have a dude named Tony serving us. But, <laughs> but um, So I made the spaghetti. I set the table. Um, I was had the music ready to cue up, but it didn't happen. And the result was my husband didn't show up because he had to get ready for work. So, Dustin, I, that was what I did. Roll the tape. All right. Roll the tape. Okay. I'm... Getting ready to go into the grocery store to get the um, needed items for my romantic Valentine dinner. I'm going to fix Calvin. We're going to recreate. I'm going to try to recreate the spaghetti scene from Lady and the Tramp. It also happens to be the first meal that I cooked Calvin, I think, in the summer of 1985. He came to my apartment and I fixed him spaghetti. Um, unbeknownst to me, years later, I found out he hates spaghetti, but he's getting it tonight anyway. Um, okay, I thought I could do this in the parking lot here, but people would stand with. Yeah, I'm filming something here. Move on. Nothing to watch. Move on, move on. Okay, so, um, yeah, maybe I should have parked farther out from the store. But anyway, um going to get the fixings for some spaghetti. Oh, that's southern fixings. I don't want to say that. Cut that out. Um, anyway, I'm all over the place here. I'm going to go... I want to do this. Jenny Lynn, you owe me big time. Because... <laughs> okay, anyway. I'm heading in the store. going to get some pasta and some vino. Kind of sick it, Mommy. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> so... Klaus ended up being your date at the spaghetti dinner. Yeah. It, well, the girls were there, too. Um, they just didn't want to be sitting at the table with me. <laughs> well, but, what were the elements that you did bring in to help well, recreate Well, obviously it? the spaghetti. We had a nice bottle of wine, which I enjoyed by myself because Klaus doesn't drink. 
and um, you know, candle. Just it was a little music. It would have worked. Yeah. If what I what had. was the music you were gonna play? Um, I like uh, anything Dean Martin. Like that's you know, and I like the music from uh, what is it, Bella Notte from the actual movie? Yeah, it's Bella sweet. Notte, it's, Lady yeah, in the Tramp. Any kind of Italian music from the forties. I love that stuff. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Would have been romantic. It would have right? been great. You just kind of were lacking the lacking the yeah. the partner there. <laughs> he enjoyed leftovers the next day. So who Klaus? Kelvin. Oh, okay. <laughs> Klaus well, ate at the table like a big boy. This actually brings us into an interesting topic, which we'll briefly touch on and possibly discuss further in another episode at another time. But you know, the idea of being absent uh, with a partner, if you're a Disney fan paired with a non-Disney fan, often it feels that way because you don't share that connection. So does this type of thing work? Um, does it work for a Disney fan to be coupled with a non-Disney fan? Gosh, is this therapy? <laughs> Lay it out. Does it work? It can work. Yes. I know there's people out there like that, <laughs> including myself. I love Disney. Kelvin likes a good Disney movie, and he likes to go to the parks occasionally, but it's not... At the top of his list. Mm-hmm. It's not in the top 20 of his list. But he tolerates it. Mm-hmm. Is that the word I want to use? Tolerate? I don't know. Well, You don't want to shove it down their throat. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Dustin, did you want to weigh in? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can talk from experience here. I actually was married to a non-Disney fan, and I'm a huge Disney fan. Um, can it work? I think that it can. It did not in my case. But, but not because of not Disney. Because De- of yeah, put that out Disney. there. Disney. No. no, definitely not because of Disney. There was other other issues there. But, you know, in saying that, it definitely had a role just because Disney was that important to me. Mm-hmm. And we were not able to um, meet on that ground. He, he also would, you know, tolerate it. Um, but in that, you know, a, a feeling of tolerance isn't very romantic. So, it, you know, it made for some... Some difficulty, but yeah, it can be doable. And I was hoping we could discuss maybe some of the ways that a Disney fan can appeal to their non-Disney partner uh, without annoying them, you know, feeding the Disney side to use their, you know, campaign this year Mm -hmm. without uh, repelling the other person. That's their campaign? Feeding the Disney side? No, Disney side. Showing your Disney side is the campaign. (laughs) Well, my point is, you know, appealing to your need to introduce, have those elements have in, your life, in yeah. your life without um, annoying the person who would rather not. Well, you know, I'll tell you this, you know, if you have somebody uh, in your life that is not so into Disney and you you want to either have Disney somehow in your personal life or you actually want to travel to Disney World, then... You know, you need to find the things that appeal to them within Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that it's that halfway mark. You know, where does your love for Disney and whatever their interests are, where do they meet? And finding that halfway mark. Um, they meet at Flower I, and Garden yeah. at my house. I, oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one for you. I really think that you nailed it on the, the head, Dustin. Like, that just kind of sums it all up in a very nice, tidy statement. And that was one of the reasons why... Um, in one of the ways in which, you know, my marriage to the non-Disney fan did work, because when we would take our Disney vacations, I made sure to um, incorporate the things that, 
he did enjoy about being there. He couldn't, he just did not like the parks. He didn't really enjoy them. He liked the resorts. So we made sure that we always stayed on property. He also liked uh, us setting aside a date night while we were there and having a romantic dinner Mm -hmm. while we were there. So, um, you know, those types of things made it work, you know, helped, helped it work anyway. Um, I also think that when you're at home and you're needing to bring in those elements at home, subtlety is critical. You know, we talked about, you know, maybe don't come dressed out as um, Belle or, well, I don't know, maybe you do want to come dressed out as Belle or Slave Leia or whatever it is, but... um, But being more subtle, you know, about how you approach it or things that you put up in your home, you know, don't make it look like you're you're vomiting Disney all over the place. <laughs> well, that would be my office. My little corner of the world has all the tchotchkes that he only has to see if he looks that way, mm-hmm. you know. The rest of the house has very, there might be a few things in color scheme, um, well, wait a minute. The girls' bathroom is all Disney, but he didn't have to go in there if he didn't. Like it. <laughs> well, this is the you have it confined to certain yeah, spaces certain so spaces, that he yeah. has room to right. not not feel like it's you know being shoved down his throat. All right. the this time. is a problem I have living alone. Is if you walk into my house, you know I love two things: Disney and Star Wars. It's just. <laughs> As you said, it's been vomited all over the house. <laughs> okay, well, we'll have to work on that if you ever get yeah. paired with a non-Disney person. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. However, for those of you that are socially challenged, we have an assignment for you. Last week, we sent you to Instagram. This week, we are sending you back. Um, we want you to... We discussed Disney bounding today, mm-hmm. right? So we would like to see your attempts or successes at Disney Bounding and post a picture to us on Instagram. Instagram or, or Facebook page. Or like Facebook. Fa- yeah. yeah, you can do both. If you're not on Instagram, then put it up on Facebook. Uh, give them a, let's give them an option this week. Okay. Is that okay? Okay. Instagram or Facebook. Pick one. We want to see your pictures of you Disney Bounding. Pull out your best Disney inspiration and go for it. <laughs> That's it, right? I okay. Think so just make sure. Next, what, oh, but when you're on, uh, they got to do our hashtag so we can find it. Oh yeah. Tag us on Instagram. Um, it'd be Diz the trip. You know, at Diz the trip on Instagram. Hashtag, hashtag love the trip. That's love our the trip. <laughs> that's our hashtag for the month. <laughs> wow, that was a really clumsy way. To that get was that, that was just really crappy. Okay, <laughs> next week we've got an episode of Dustin does. And oh boy! Yeah, what are we, what are we doing, Teresa? We're not telling you yet, okay. Dustin. It's all going to be a big ball of surprise. There will Wonderful. be no bounding, though. Okay. Oh, come on! Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Anyway, all right. So until next week, trip out. I'm on video, and but. <laughs> Klaus? Oh, my. (laughs) Okay, you need to move. Well, he says to Klaus. Too late. Okay, anyway, I'm heading in the store. Gonna get some pasta and some vino. As soon as the guy in the car next to me leaves because he's sitting there staring at me, staring at the phone, talking to myself, so. So. (laughs) Okay, bye.